Everybody, I'm Cam Stewart with your fantasy sports update. Live baseball action on the go now. Chicago White Sox in Washington. The Nationals had a 4-1 to lead, but the White Sox firing back. It's now 4-4, top of the ninth. Chicago, two men on, one out. Phillies and Padres just underway. Scoreless top two. Dodgers in Arizona also just underway. They're in the top of the second scoreless as well. The Chicago Cubs are making a hard push for reliever Craig Kimbrell. In addition to the Cubs, the Phillies and Minnesota Twins are also in the running for the seven-time All-Star. The Cubs entered today tied with Milwaukee for first in the NL Central. The Cleveland Indians have placed pitcher Carlos Carrasco on the 10-day injured list with a blood condition not related to baseball. Tests need to bring perform here. Who was the pitcher for Cleveland tonight, but Tyler Clippert is now in. A right-hander expected to rejoin the team later in the season. No timetable for his return. In the NBA, the world champs still the favorites, but guys, they're banged up. We're still waiting on the status of Golden State star Clay Thompson right now. He's listed as questionable for Game 3 of the NBA Finals tonight. Uh, he practiced with the team, limited in movement. Kevin Durant still out with a calf injury. Kevon Looney, he's out indefinitely for the Warriors with a costal cartilage da- damage. Thompson, uh, 29-year-old, averaging close to 20 points and 44% shooting in the 18 postseason games so far for the Warriors. Game time just after 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 Pacific. The line has gone down as well, six. Now it's four and a half live. Golden State minus four and a half total up to 213 and a half. First quarter line, Warriors minus one and a half, but the money line is high, minus 155. Raptors plus 135, total 53. First half line, Golden State minus two. Warriors minus 160 money line. First half total 105 flat. The NCAA pushing out the three-point line for men's basketball to match the international distance of 22 feet and one and three-quarter inches. Division One will see the change take effect for the 2019-2020 season. Division Two and Three will change their line 2020-21. The NCAA last moved the point line back in 2008-2009, and a change to shot clock resets as well. It's going to be implemented. Teams that control an offensive rebound have 20 seconds, not 30 seconds, to shoot the ball now. Updated series price in that NBA final also moving, guys. Warriors now minus 260. It was 290. Raptors plus 220. The Raptors, the betting favorites to sign Kawhi Leonard. We heard that story about Toronto real estate. Now the Raptors minus 105. They're first. The Clippers in the two hole at plus 120. Nets plus 650. Lakers 8 to 1. Knicks 10 to 1. Rain wreaking havoc at the French Open today. The quarterfinal matches postponed till tomorrow. Two men's quarters will go down Thursday. Time change to 8.30. Number one, Novak Djokovic at five seed. Alex Zherdev, Djokovic minus 800. Zherdev plus 500. Then uh, four seed, Dominic Team meets 10th ranked Karin Kachnikov. Team minus 350. Uh, Kachnikov is plus 275 to advance to the final four. Friday morning, semifinal already set. Rafa Nadal will take on Roger Federer. Nadal, a huge favorite. Minus 900. Federer plus 500. This will be the 39th meeting between the two. First time they've met since 2017. Two more quarterfinals on the women's side. This also a time change because of the rain. 6.30 a.m. Eastern tomorrow, guys. 14 seed Madison Keys will battle 8 seed Ashley Barty. Barty minus 190. Keys plus 160. Number three, Simona Halep meets 17-year-old American Amanda Anisimova. Halep minus 600. Big favorite there. Anamasova is plus 400. One semi set for Friday. Joanna Conta of Great Britain takes on Marketa Vondrusova. Conta up from uh, 20 cents. She's minus 140 now in the match. Vondrusova plus 120. Alep, the favorite to win it all at plus 125. And Rafa Nadell on the men's side. He is the favorite. You got to lay juice. Minus 175. A civil lawsuit. A woman filed in the Nevada court in September. 
accusing soccer star Cristiano Ronaldo of rape has been dropped but refiled in federal court. Las Vegas PD say the criminal case against Ronaldo is still open. He denies the rape allegation. Catherine Mayorga says that uh, Ronaldo raped her in a Las Vegas hotel room back in 2009. She went public with her story in September of 2018, saying the star player paid her $375,000 in hush money for her silence. Hey, rest of the MLB board, guys. Busy one tonight, 7.05. Atlanta, 25 cents at Pittsburgh, 9.5. Gossman and Musgrove, 7.07. Yankees, minus 2.05 at Toronto. Paxton versus Thornton, 8.5. Three games at 7.10. Minnesota, minus 125 at Cleveland. Indians are uh, total in this one, 9. Perez and Clipper pitching change. Tampa Bay, minus 195 at Detroit. Morton versus Turnbull, 8.5. San Fran and the Mets. The Mets laying 40 cents, 8.5. BD and Vargas. 740 Miami at Milwaukee Brew Crew minus 255 9 28805 Baltimore and Texas Rangers minus 180 nine and a half means versus minor Colorado and the Cubs Cubbies minus 115 total seven in this one and we got a few more games on the docket Boston minus 250 at KC Cincy in the cards cards minus 145 Oakland at the Angels Halos minus a buck 25 and Houston minus 160 at Seattle stick around everybody Gabe Morenci hosts hour one of Red Heat Rage Radio Paul Bovey Ricky Sanders and Kelly Chase of the St. Louis Blues. I'm Cam Stewart, Gabe Moretti, host Red Heat Nation. Hour one coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. Countdown is on. We're about five hours away from tip-off NBA Finals. It is game three. Uh, we're still awaiting word on uh, Clay Thompson. And um, this will be something that we'll be keeping our eye on uh, over the next uh, uh, the next uh, couple of days, uh, no doubt. Uh, we know that uh, Kevin Durant uh, will be out uh, tonight. Uh, they're talking about Kevin Durant's return on Friday. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, so uh, we'll see what goes down. The raging redhead Cam Stewart is uh, with us. Uh, we're shaking things up uh, today, Cam. It's one of those days. Um, Mark Lawrence is in Baltimore. Uh, Mark Baltimore. Lawrence, uh, yeah, Mrs. Lawrence is from Baltimore. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. She's got family in Baltimore, whatever. Mark is, uh, it's just like one week. Every summer he goes to Baltimore for like a week or something. Yeah, he deserves um, a trip. Yeah, so, um, well, he's in, he's in Florida, so. Yeah, he's probably point. He's probably not overly excited about going to Baltimore. Uh, that's a good point, actually. Hey, everybody. Oh, Baltimore. Good call. Yeah, so but Mark Mark Lawrence is in uh, Baltimore. Uh, not going to be with us. He'll be he'll return next week. And uh, the L.A. Dodgers are playing the D-backs today. So lose yeah, at the Dodger D-back game. Correct. So we're all for two with our Wednesday guest, Cam. You. <laughs> oh. We had to shake things up a little bit uh, today. Yeah, I saw the email. Saw the email. Um, so listen, well, we spoke to Kelly Chase this morning, um, and uh, you know, so we'll talk. We're going to be a lot of NBA today, so I figure we'll mix in. We're going to be playing the Kelly Chase uh, interview, but uh, Paul Bovey uh, will join us in about 20 minutes' time. Paul Bovey. Hey. Uh, yeah, we'll break down tonight's game from a betting uh, perspective, and then it's been a long time since we've had Ricky Sanders on the Ricky! show. Ricky, don't you lose that number. Lose that number. 
Ricky. But Ricky didn't lose our number. Ricky's ready to go. Uh, we'll talk some NBA DFS, and uh, he says he's got baseball DFS if we want to. So, uh, Ricky Sanders, Paul Bovey, Kelly Chase, we got it going on uh, today. Uh, it's uh, will Clay play or not? I guess that's just uh, what comes down to right now. I keep hitting refresh thinking I'm going to miss something, I, but I haven't. You it's haven't. Gonna be, we're not going to find out until, like, right before tip-off. Like, they, it's not like I'm they're going to I'm starting to that's think yes. I'm starting to think yes with limited minutes. That's my goal. That's that's going to be my guess. Weird stories today. Carrasco with the blood issue, and then uh, Ronaldo with the rape allegations back again. Weird day today, Memorenzi. Very gloomy and odd. Yeah, none of that. That's none of that's my problem. <laughs> my problem is to win this damn game tonight. <laughs> wow, you got blinkers on. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. And I guess we are not live. <laughs> Maybe. Are we live? Yeah. Are we good, Yang? Oh. All right, uh, Yang. <laughs> well, All right, we're off to a great yeah, good job. Good job. Um, <laughs> That's great. I just uh, bet the White Sox there plus one and a half. What do the Nationals do at a two-run home run? I'm going to smash my phone right now. Pissed off. Done. I, well, honestly, the White baseball might. Hey, it's unbelievable. Oh, yeah, yeah, they came back, too, Gabe. They came back. I have them. I should have just taken them at the plus two and a half or three and a half. So I take one and a half with take back, and then the guy hits a two-run home run. Anyway, this is the way baseball is going right now. I'm very, I'm just seething right now. Seems like it's, uh, if baseball, uh, baseball hasn't been your friend this year. No, it used to be my favorite sport to bet, not recently. Not recently. We'll get hot. We'll get hot. Just a matter of time. You get on these nice little streaks in baseball. So right now, it's not happening at all. That's just, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Got blinkered. Like, uh, like, tell me tonight, you've got, you've got more baseball bets for tonight coming? <laughs> I, yeah, I've already put them in, Gabe. Yeah. yeah. You've already put them Got the Yankees uh, parlayed with uh, Tampa going back to the well one more time. How did our one- parlay last did my uh, parlay win? Very good. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your parlay won. No, no, it didn't win. It did not win. I won two of my, the five games. I know. Yeah, you. I'll gotta tell you something. Thank God we parlayed. Imagine you had like three hundred bucks who went individually. Tampa Bay was like minus two fifty. No. Like that's the thing, man. No, like, no, no. But it wouldn't have been bad for me. I would have ended up losing either way though, because look, the Yankees Blue Jays parlay was plus one hundred five. All right, I was gonna play okay. that all right. Loser. All right, loser. So down one hundred five. What you mean, Texas, Yankees Rays, right? Yankees Rays. Yeah, the the Yankees Blue Jays game uh, and the the yeah. Rays and the the Rays yep. game. Yeah. So that was plus one hundred five. They both lose. All right. So yes. that parlay's gone. I would have lost the Texas Rangers at minus one forty. Correct. But I would have hit the Dodgers and Astros at plus one thirty. Twelve dollars in there. What do you? What do you? What do you? Either so what, way, you're I was, saying yeah. you're, you're you're saying there'd be like 
three dollars left or I don't no, know I'm saying if I if I had money in my account, I would have hammered you, that Dodgers and Astros parlay last night yeah. at plus one thirty. I knew it was gonna win. I just got stupid putting all five of them together. Yeah, I know. I know. It's what happens when you're so, uh digging at the bottom, right? Like if you had more money than that, you probably would have gone, you know, fifty here, fifty here. You would have spread it around, but you're getting sick and tired. Uh, you want to build it up. Yeah, but to be honest, uh, I don't care. Like, I bet when I bet baseball, I bet it recreationally. I bet basketball to win money. You know what I mean? I it's guess. sort of like football. Like, I've done a good job of this. I've done a good job over the last couple of summers of not ruining my summer because of baseball. And I've done it. Hell, I ruined the summer a couple of years ago, about four years ago, because of the CFL. I swear, Cam, I lost, man, like six weeks in a row in the CFL and didn't learn my lesson. 1,300 a game, 800 a game, thinking there's no way in hell I go one and three again in the CFL this week. Oh, yeah, it's, it, there's a way in hell. <laughs> like, yep, like I ruined, a way in hell. I ruined the summer. Like, I literally, I lost like 14,000 bucks or something to, to the bookie. It was a $3,000 max. And trust me, it was pretty much like a weekly thing, man. Three dimes, yeah, three, dimes re- three dimes, three I dimes, three dimes. I was like happy when I only lost seventeen hundred. I was like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's what. Yeah, I, I know that. Feel. That's when you're living in a freezer. You're so damn cold. No, same thing happened to me in Vegas. I remember one trip for Vince, and that's why I don't do it much for him again. But he was betting a lot harder too, and I was just riding it. And he had a bad stretch, and we were like together. And it was the same thing. I might as well have gone on five trips. You know, coming back. Wow, I owe this guy like four dimes. This is great. Merry Christmas. What a trip. I could have gone to Hawaii, for God's sakes. Hey, we we know, but uh, hopefully things change, though, Gabe. Things change. You're right, though. Baseball is one of those ebb and flow sports. You can go like 17 and three, and then when things go bad in baseball, they usually go very, very bad. But I'm confident we're going to do well in the CFL this year. We did pretty good last year. But you are you are right. It's a good thing. Good point, though. Like, if we bet all five of those games individualistically, I'd be down $3,000 right now. That's what I'm talking about. I'm actually happy I parlayed them, too. Like, I looked at my account last night, and I smashed the blues, right? So I was up, like, four or 500 bucks. I'm like, hey, things are good, and, you know, I'm giving it back. But it could have been a hell of a lot worse, Gabe, if we went, like, Tampa Bay minus 220. And, like, the, even the run lines are laying juice because they were such big favorites, right? So I guess the, the silver lining in the story is we parlayed it, and we didn't have to pay any juice. But I still don't like losing, nor do you. Well, listen, I'm I'm saying, oh, I don't bet baseball. I bet baseball every day. I just sort of, you know, some days are bigger than others. But look, the biggest baseball bet I've made in two weeks was the stupid Philadelphia effing Phillies the other night. Nola gets lit up, and McCutcheon's now out for the year. Like, that's the thing with baseball. And I've noticed, Cam, this week that strange stuff has been happening in Major League Baseball. Like, teams blow leads. The Marlins score 11 runs in an inning against the, against the Brewers. You know, the Marlins score 14 runs one game. They suck for four games in a row. They put up 11 another night. Baseball is, it's you know, it's it's a grind. It's you got to play it every day if you're going to play it, though. That's where you sort of yeah. get roped in. So I get where you're, you're stuck now. Like, you're sort of into it, but. And, yeah, the big problem is this, Gabe. If I were to tell you, I go, who's, who's the best pitcher in baseball right now? None of the guys that we think about, all the aces are sucking ass. I've never Chiquito. seen Blake Snell. Blake Snell pitches like junk. The Detroit Tigers murdered him last night. Rio of your Dodgers 
is unbelievable yeah, right now. He is this yeah. it, like if you were going to give the Cy Young away now, I give it to Ryu. Thank you for coming out. The guy's ERA is barely over one, and he's making money, and he's very now he's only minus two hundred. Gabe, before we used to get him at minus one fifteen, twenty, almost a dog sometimes. Like who's this big? A fat guy. Yeah, well, you know what? He's mowing everybody down, so you better pay attention. Snell stinks. All these other guys, sales getting hit. You look at it. All the guys that are can't-miss guys supposed to win the Cy Young are all shitting the bed, and all these other guys are doing great. It's a topsy-turvy world. It's it's opposite land. Weird. Uh, no, obviously, it's early right now in the baseball season. It is. Uh, early in the baseball uh, season. Um, and there isn't, as you stated, a lot of the big aces really aren't. I remember, look, the, the favorite to win the American League Cy Young before the year started was a co-favorite. It was Chris Sale and uh, Corey Kluber. Yeah. You know, How's they, that working yeah. out? Exactly. I think the Dodgers are going to win the World Series this year, Cam. I think, you know what, the way it's going right now with that pitching staff, if they go out and get, like, one more guy to solidify it, kind of do what the Yankees did, like, one more maybe a bat and one more addition to depth. I agree with you hundred percent. I really like what they're doing. Guys like Bellinger too change games with one swing of the bat. Hell, he's got 54 RBIs already. Morency, you know, 20 home runs. He's only behind Yelich there at 22. Fantastic stuff. And, 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 and you're getting great pitching for you leading the league. Uh, he's got nine wins. Verlander's got nine wings. And uh, yeah, who would have said, if you were to tell me Domingo Herman. You know, and and Shin Jin Ryu have nine wins. The only other guy, Verlander, he's on Houston. But look at the other guys. Giolito, eight. Odorizzi, eight. Max Freed Chicken. Fried Chicken's got seven. Like, you know, it's crazy. Maeda's going today for your Dodgers. They're up to nothing. He can get eight wins today. These are guys that weren't in on anybody's radar. Very good too. I know. Um, I bet the Dodgers today. I bet the Dodgers. It helps a pitcher knowing he's got a wicked light up though too, right? It's just it goes sure. hand in hand. It's like it's sort of goalie. Yeah, uh, it's like goalie takes a chance and he can take the team can take a chance because of the goalie. FanDuel has odds right up now for the American League Cy Young, but not the National League. Justin Verlander's the favorite, plus one eighty. Who else? Eric Cole plus four fifty. Chris yep. Sale plus six hundred. Yep. Uh smells like crap plus seven hundred. Yep. Smell Trevor Bauer eight. Jose Barrios nine. Probably just give the give the Cy Young to Justin Verlander. I almost want to give it to where's Odorizzi on that list if you're looking for a wild card. Where's he? Twenty to one? Um fourteen to one. I like Jake Odorizzi. I don't know how he's gonna do in the second half, but right now he's pitching his ass off. Great story for the Minnesota Twins. Fourteen to one also. Yeah, I like those fourteen to one guys. It's hard to give it to Giolito playing for the White Sox, though. It's different with Minnesota, right? Because they're going to win that division. You heard the update, Gabe. Uh, Carrasco's got a blood problem. He needs to go for testing. That's another pitcher that's going to be out for Cleveland. They put him on the 10-day, right? Who knows? It's a blood. It's something blood not related to baseball. They say his season's not done, but they don't know when he's coming back. Like, Cleveland's got big problems, man. Big problems. Yeah, too bad we didn't. Uh, too bad we didn't take the Minnesota Twins to win a division like yeah. we talked about. Yeah, we talked about it forever. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Oh, no, um, that's the name of. Yeah, put that chapter in the book. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. That chapter. The <laughs> the, uh, the point spread has just gone from four to four and a half in the Golden State game. Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't. I don't think it has to do with Clay I Thompson. Know. I think it's just people. When when you see it at four, you're just going to attract Golden State money, Gabe. You know the way it works. The old uh, tug of war. Six for the Raptors. Pull back four to have, four. Try guy sharps. The so-called sharps are people with money. Well, let's just call it that way. Trying to middle the game. That's basically what it comes down to. I'm not sure what's going to happen with Thompson. I know I'm waiting on the update too, but big game we'll tonight. Big, big game. Big game. <laughs> Big game. big game, huge game. It's a huge game. It's not just yeah, yeah, the series. It's huge. I hate to say it, but if the Raptors lose, we're losing the series. And if the Raptors win, there's no guarantee we win the series. Like I feel like it's like it's only negative tonight. Like, like yeah, if we're down two one, we're don't think like that. Well, if it's two to one and they win, you know what I mean. At least there's hope. You lose now, and I then know. you get Clay Thompson back, and then Durant decides, oh, you know, maybe I'll play. Then they, then there's big problems, right? But Anyway, right, I think it's going right. to be I, I think tonight's the night where they win the game actually. Like the line's telling you something. I think the bookmakers are scared of, of Toronto. It's a very very short price even with Golden State's injuries at home game like 4 4 and a half. That's low, buddy. That's real low for the champs. Yeah. And you you, you know the way basketball is. Little fouls at the end of the game there. That tells me when they when they don't make a 6. I look at that number when you make a 6. That takes into consideration some shenanigans at the end of the game. A four, four and a half is you basically think the game's almost going to be a one possession game, right? When you look at those are a big two, two and a half points, buddy. You know that how many games between basketball and between those numbers. So um, eh, I, I think they got a great chance to win tonight. Number one, um, uh, I got a ticket in my hand here with the money line, but uh, weren't we supposed to go to a break like five minutes ago? Yeah, I'm having issues here. Uh, the backbone's not playing, so I got somebody on it now. As soon as we get it, excellent up, point, know. Gabe. Yeah, I was, I was thinking. I'm like, so you know, my we heart just rate, supposed to talk heart. in limbo <laughs> and <Yeah>. just like. <laughs> I'm, I'm hey, working we're on still some on, issues though. right now, buddy. I'm working on some issues. There's some issues happening right now, and I'm on it. The Skype's um, still working. We're still on. Yeah, so can you. we get Paul Bovey then on? Like, uh, if we're doing the show, Yang, we need to get the guest to it. Uh, when you hear maybe silence, one day, that means it's stressful. Maybe one day we will get there. He's trying. Like the episode of the, yeah, yeah, like the episode of the Simpsons. Don't worry, Jimmy. We'll get to California one day. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Very much, God, not horrible news. This is terrible. Um, Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless goes on undisputed. Is undisputedly uh, lowly watched a TV show. And predicts that the Toronto Raptors will win Game Three in Oakland with or without Clay Thompson this evening. And as I just tweeted, 
including uh, them in the tweet, uh, I dropped an F-bomb and I put in caps uh, the word last. Last thing we need is this toolbox picking the Raptors. <laughs> Stay away, Skip. I think the crap, the Cowboys are practicing now. Go stalk them instead. <laughs> the Cowboys are yeah, yeah. Stop. Toolbox, gearbox, whatever the hell you want to call them. Skip Bayless, like, you know, he might be a bigger tool than Colin Cowherd. And that's actually saying something. But it, that's like asking, like, whether you'd rather have, like, uh, gonorrhea or diarrhea. Like, uh, oh, I'd let's, rather let's, have uh, diarrhea. Gonorrhea is way worse, Gabe. <laughs> let's bring in Paul Bovey uh, right good, now. Good question. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't the greatest analogy. Right? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was it gonorrhea or diarrhea. <laughs> It rhymed. It's like, a, you know, it did rhyme. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you marks yeah. for rhyming. It, exactly. Paul Bovey uh, joins us. How you doing, Paul? I'm doing all right. Uh, you know, Skip is known to have a few radical opinions here and there, and I kind of thinks I kind of thinks he covets the attention. You know oh. what I mean? Oh, you think? Yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit. Uh, yeah. You know, the thing with him. Skip Bayless, all serious. He refuses to call Kawhi Leonard by his name. He calls him number two. Yeah, I don't know why. Well, it, Skip it, Bayless it, is, it, is it, above it, above Kawhi it, Leonard, right? So he can't utter his name. But he's just a gearbox, and now he's on our bandwagon tonight. I almost feel like he's trying to mush us, to be honest. Well, you never know. But let's hope it works out for the best. I know we're all invested in the Toronto Raptors, and I think they got a game in them. Yeah, we hope they, you know, I hope they do uh, tonight. We hope they do. So let's start off, uh, Paul. And, uh, oh, yeah, thanks for sending. Uh, nice to see uh, Donnie here. I like how you threw me under the bus. Hey, Berenci said cartel, not me. <laughs> hey, I called him yesterday. I called him. He didn't pick up the phone. And I said, hey, you know, I left him a message. Uh, you know, it wasn't me, yada, yada, yada. No problem. I didn't insult no him, though. I didn't back. say anything about Tim Donnie. Well, I'm just kidding, but. I didn't say anything bad about Tim Donnie. I just pointed out that a lot of the crooked and bad referees in the NBA are from Philadelphia. It's a fact. Um, well, it was so kind speaking, of guilt by association, if you know what I'm saying. You linked yeah, him to this posse. Can I use that word posse? This posse yeah, in North I'm Philly. Posse. And <laughs> so, anyway, I don't think he was offended. He's got pretty thick skin at this point. I, I think he's definitely forged ahead from those days. Um, so looking at the crew tonight, it's uh, Kane, Kane Fitzgerald. Kane Fitzgerald, Mark Davis, David Guthrie, and, um, and uh, who's the last guy? The last guy, Kane Fitzgerald. Oh, Sean Wright. So... Um, if you recall, Cam, this is the crew. You like this I crew. Think, yeah, These are I the good did. guys. You yeah, like Fitzgerald. Did. Yeah, Kane Fitzgerald was, this crew's not bad. And I remember Mark Davis, the, the knock on Mark Davis, Paul, is that he he inserts himself into the game and the flow of the smack talk with the players. That he actually talks smack to the players. And, and he goes back and forth. And it's funny. During the, the Milwaukee series, he got into it with the Greek Freak. I don't know if you guys remember once, but the Greek Freak got into it with the ref when he was at the free throw line once. Like, he said, give me the ball, and the ref didn't give it to him. And 
Greek Freak's a nice kid usually, but he was becoming unhinged against the Raptors. But he got into it with Mark Davis, and then Davis started sticking it to the Bucks a bit later, Cam, in the cave. True. And I remember liking this crew. I was like, yeah, moving forward, I don't mind this crew. So I don't. I you know I don't know if it's in my head, Paul, but I find NBA referees do live up to their reputations. Kane Fitzgerald is known for not taking any shit. He's he's one of the guys. He gives a lot of texts and stuff like that. He doesn't care who you are. So I don't have a problem. I'm not bitching about the crew coming into tonight, Paul. I don't have a problem with it. In fact, I think that the NBA needed an heir apparent to Joey Crawford because. That, it's entertainment. I like to see a guy go back and forth with the referee. And look, these players need a dose of their own medicine. They're out there berating the referee at every turn, looking for calls underneath the basket for no apparent reason. Kyle, so it's come on, Paul. Never, uh, Kyle Lowry never complains. <laughs> well, uh, being sarcastic. Uh, they all, I, I'm going to say, I didn't want to be too critical of him, but they they all complain to some degree, except for number two. He doesn't complain. He doesn't get calls. He doesn't complain, and he doesn't get calls. So it, it, it almost right. like you almost should complain. All right, uh, Yang, so yeah, let's stay, uh, let's stay on the clock, Yang. It'll make your life easier. Everyone's easier. It's like why... Um, why why screw up multiple clocks just because we missed on one earlier we are we had a uh, there was a little uh, meltdown with the board earlier paul so we'll take a break in like a minute or two scheduling and then we'll continue our, our conversation uh, with paul bovey so what do you think paul about uh about clay thompson uh tonight do you think he's going to play yeah but it's it's just a guess uh I, I honestly, I don't know. I hesitate to say yes. I hesitate to say no. And it's got me very hesitant on these prop bets because there's a lot of moving parts with respect to whether he's in or out of the lineup. But I would lean to a no, at least initially, that they won't start him. They'll see how things play out. And perhaps they'll insert him into the lineup a little later in the game if they find it's necessary. There was fours. It's up to four and a half. It just moved a half a point. Yep. Uh, right now. So I was at the book earlier. We'll start off at the top with this game. Um, first half totals of this game uh, and this series. So game one total was 109. First half. Got to 108. Got to 108, stayed under by a single half point. Game two, it went over in the first half, but then slowed down. Tonight, the first half total is the lowest first half total we've had in the series yet. 105. So we'll discuss uh, the first half total, the game, and some team totals as well on the other side. Game time decisions, ready to play radio. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. 
All right, Dave, got decisions ready for today's radio. And Twitter's blowing up right now after I said the last thing we need is uh, Skip Bayless picking the Raptors. Uh, Kim Jackson says uh, he's a cancer compared to Drake being a form of chlamydia. Um, yeah, I'm really sorry I brought up the bad uh, analogies earlier. <laughs> yeah, now, now they're flying. Uh, is Drake going to the game tonight? Probably uh, not, no. right? No. He's not stepping into o- Oakland. Are you nuts? Oh, I know. He was scared to step spot. into Milwaukee. He's not going yeah. to Oaktown. Yeah. yeah, Milwaukee. Hey, hey, Drake. I mean, me at the Dairy Queen. Like, yeah, what are you going to do in Oakland? Like, come on, Gabe. He's not. He's definitely not stepping in that arena. But with, you know, it's maybe funny. with an entourage. <laughs> That's why he gets called out. Like Reggie Miller was saying. Uh, Reggie Miller was like, you know, I don't mind him smack talking and stuff, but I lose respect for him because he doesn't go on the road. He's like Spike Lee used to yeah. go on the road at least, and. Didn't matter yeah. where it was. Spike Lee would go and sit courtside and do his thing. But to be honest, it's not like Drake is good luck. So I don't want him there. I'm glad he's Exactly. There. Well, like, you know what he's good. doing, too? He hosts those parties at Jurassic Park, right? That's his thing now. He gets on stage, gets the kids all fired up and stuff. So it's always a home game now. That's where he goes. During the visiting games, he's uh, he, he's basically the MC of that party every night. Um. So... Um, you know, you two, uh, you two should do a horse racing uh, show uh, together at the track. I, with, I would love uh, that. With Stewart and Bovey, as uh, Paul Bovey likes to lay it down on the ponies, but not on amateur hour. Like, ooh, who do you like in the Belmont? No, no, he bets Belmont like normally, not not the Belmont stakes. Exactly. And, uh, our boy Cam, uh, Paul, Cam told me basically that's uh, that's what he does during the day now. Is just he bets the ponies. He, he even ordered, he ordered the horse racing network. Well, uh, I will be on the Belmont. I play those uh, head-to-head matchups. I'm really yeah, big on those. I had a great derby, and unfortunately, I went against the one last time, and I was shocked at the result. And it's the first time in a long time that that has happened to me. But um, gearing up, I had to wait three weeks for this race, and I'm going to be on it head-to-head. Okay, so back to the NBA here tonight. Uh, first half. Now, as far as the total is concerned, 213 and a half, yet the first half uh, number, Paul, is 105. So pretty low number, yet you got to believe as this series goes on. Now, there might be one game where things open up and there's points, but, you know, the Golden State Warriors are so much better defensively than people give them credit for, or I, I think basketball people give them credit, but, the general public doesn't realize that they're a damn good defensive team. Now, with that being stated, Clay Thompson is probably their best defensive player, or at least one of them, along with Andre Iguodala, et cetera. Uh, but they are a good defensive team, and the Raptors are driven by defense as well. I think this game, I have a hard time seeing these two teams get into 214 tonight. Do you agree or disagree? What do you think of the first half total and the game total? And then I know you've got a team total play, but uh, what's your opinion on the first half total and the game total first? Gabe, I I like the under in the game because things have changed and now baked into the line is the fact, I I believe, that that Cousins is now going to be a major presence, 28 minutes last game. He'll log a lot of minutes tonight. So they'll have a defensive presence inside between him and Green. And then you now have to rely on the Raptors' outside shooting which is wholly unreliable, as we know. But they've been fortunate. 
Guys have stepped up every game since that Philly series, which they came out of outside of Kawhi Leonard shooting 109, I think it was, for 289 from the field. But they got by Philly on the buzzer beater. So relying on the outside shooting of Toronto is a very dicey uh, proposition. And Golden State does play defense. And as you mentioned, I think, after game one, that was what Kerr harped upon, play defense. And they, they did a better job last game. As you know, they, they shut them down early in the second half. They, they went through a five, six-minute drought, Toronto did, and that was the deciding point of the game. I got to ask you guys, and Gabe, you brought up a really good point about that total. Take a look at the first, even the first quarter line. Um, it's insane. So the Golden State Warriors are minus one and a half first quarter. And you talked about the total 53. It's low. Take a look at the money line, Marenzi, minus 155 for a one and a half. If you like the Raptors, you're getting like plus 135, 140 there. Yet they're only one and a half point dogs. Like big, big, big increasement. Like when you're increasing the the, the spread, which is only one and a half to the money yeah. line, Paul, that's not a that's lot of tough. value with Golden State there at minus 155. Wow. That's inflated big time. Yeah, but when you're only scoring in the low 20s, those points become very valuable. So, yeah, it's prohibitive if you're going to lay it. But at the same time, when you're talking about a quarter, uh, the window is very narrow. As as opposed to if you're talking for a full game, you know, that one and a half won't mean so much. So I'm uh, of the opinion that the game will come out uh, in a very conservative fashion, and the game will stay under, and it'll be a lower-scoring game throughout. You know, first half, 105, I'm low. All right, Paul, so as far as the team totals uh, are concerned, I know it's a prop uh, that you're, you're often a fan of right now, and I'm surprised to see the number uh, that it is uh, right now. I thought it'd be a little bit lower uh, for the Toronto Raptors. 104.5 Toronto Raptors team total. 104 and a half Golden State Warrior team total is 109 and a half. And I could be wrong. And, you know, I said the same thing against Milwaukee. I said, you know, the Raptors can't get into these games where they need to score 120 points. And then that night, Paul, they won like 120 to 102. <laughs> but I'm thinking if if Golden State score 110 points, the Raptors are in trouble tonight. Like, I, to me, this game is predicated on defense. What do you make about the team totals? Raptors 104.5, Golden State Warriors 109.5. I grabbed the 104.5 the other day, and I was getting value because the number was at 6. So it should have been actually 103.5. But now that the line has come in, these team totals are just derived from a mathematical formula based on the total. And that's where it it is. That's where it lands at 104.5. And, look, I think there's value there, uh, still value there at 104.5. And, you know, I might come under in the first half as well. Uh, I haven't looked at the number there, but there's also the opportunity on live wagering because a couple of these sites do have team total live wagering, and I'll, I, I might end up there as well. I just don't see the Raptors thriving on the road in a hostile environment tonight. And I also don't see them getting the calls. Cousins went out very early last game with two fouls. 
and they were ticky-tack. And that's probably not going to happen. So the Raptors did very well last game in the first half scoring-wise, and I think part of the reason was that, you know, Cousins exited the game early. So it doesn't sound like uh, – it sounds like you like Golden State then. Even I know you have a piece of the Raptors in the series, but um, – and, and listen, we know the Raptors on the on the road, they are erratic offensively. We've seen this in the past. Um, they they average like 101 points a game on the road uh, only in the, in the postseason. And if Klay Thompson is out as well, you know, I don't know, man. Like, that's the thing that's so fascinating about this game that – Nick Nurse has done a really nice job, Cam, at Paul over the last couple of weeks. It seemed like he was getting over his head earlier in the playoffs yeah. and he was hanging on for dear life. He looked like a fan, sort of. He was stressed. And, but he's like the adjustments. I like the moves that they've made. Yet, if 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 Clay Thompson doesn't play tonight, do the Raptors, like, I think they're going to attack Steph Curry and try to get him in foul trouble and make him defend. But yep. do the Raptors run and gun? And figure, listen, Golden State, they don't have the, the bodies to run and gun right now. And aren't you just sort of helping them out if you slow it down and go to a half-court set? Like, it's very hard to predict what the strategy is going to be tonight when it coming in tonight's game, man. Like, I just don't know. But I got to believe it's lower scoring. But what about the side, Paul? Like, you think Golden State wins this game because all your totals seem to be predicated on the Raptors struggling to shoot the ball. Well... First of all, you might be right on that run and gun. And they could play Pasquale at the five and try to neutralize Cousins because that would give him some problems. But I'm not sure Nurse will go down that road. And what I'm seeing here is a lower scoring game where it's it's close. And if the Raptors end up at 102, 103, they can win this game. Uh, if they end up at 96, Odds are they're not going to win the game. But either way, I could see this game coming down to the wire. As I mentioned earlier uh, with you on air, I don't see Golden State, even uh, with their players in the lineup who are injured, they're not as formidable as they were last year uh, or years past. They lost 25 games this year. They had a bad loss to the Clippers in the playoffs, relinquishing a 31-point lead. Uh, almost took them to a Game 7, L.A. did. And, you know, Portland, two and three-point wins, and the other game, it's, it's tied, 11 minutes going. I don't think Golden State is that good. So Toronto, even if they come in low on the scoring, this game's going to come down to the wire. Paul Bowlby. VegasInsider.com. You can uh, find find his selections. Paul's already starting to uh, take a look at uh, the National uh, Football League uh, future board. Already has a couple of plays uh, in. Football uh, is around. The oh, corner. I got some value on the, those bills. Uh, you know, remember we shared that a couple weeks ago, and I got the six and a half uh, at minus one twenty twenty five. That's up to seven already. Minus one thirty. So. I'm rooting for your Buffalo Bills. I think they're going to have a great year, and I, I, I think they're going to get nine wins. I know the Ooh, Bills are up to nine. six and a half at FanDuel, minus 170. It's going to be seven by yeah. the time, like, in Vegas and summertime and all that, yeah. 
I think the Bills oh, I'm too. I'm surprised they're six and a half still. They're holding the number because every other place that I've looked in the last week or two, they're at seven. Westgate's at seven. I know that for a fact. It's an even seven now huh, with the Bills. Yeah, I don't. I think the Bills are a nine-win team too. The AFC is a very good conference this year. There's a lot of good teams, so I don't know if they can make the playoffs. The Bills, but they're going to be competitive. They're going to be in a mix. And how about this, guys? Too. The Cleveland Browns, Cam. These guys are one day in, bro. Kitchens isn't going to handle this. It's too hot in the kitchen. He's no I experience. Agree. I can tell by the way his answers. He's he's defensive already. We're one day in. Baker Mayfield's ripping Duke Johnson. And Jarvis Landry's defending Duke Johnson. This is Duke Johnson. They really are. They, they, they really are. He was going to be. He, they told Duke Johnson he was going to be cut because he's third on the depth chart. What do you want the guy to do? He says, I'm going to re- I'm going to report to camp. But they asked him an honest question. He goes, yeah, sure. I'd love to be traded. I don't want to be third or fourth on the depth chart. I'm with you, Marenzi. I think there's way too much hype on Cleveland. I'm going under and I got a great prop. It's, I think it's a mistake. I got Jacksonville to miss the playoffs at plus 325. It should be minus 325. There's a mistake what? on one of my books. It's going to be voided. Oh. I know, but I, but I put $500. Oh, that's going to be voided. You're going yeah. to you're going to be brandished a scumbag when they void you. You know, you're going to have on, a Paul. big red If you saw, if you saw that, you bet name. it too. It's a good it's, what am I, what do you want me to do? No, no, it? no. I would I I, my protocol with something like that is to bet it and then call the book. Okay. <laughs> then ask them. And sometimes if you bring it to their attention as a courtesy, they will let you Paul keep Bobby. the bet. Wow. Paul Bowie, BasicInsider.com. Follow him on Twitter at Paul Bowie. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Yeah, we'll get into that rating stuff. You know what's crazy? In fact, there's more people watching the NBA Finals than there has been in North America. But this is exactly why we always tell you they don't want the Raptors in the Finals. And now it's been proven. Like, we're going to get screwed next year. The ratings are down 20%. The thing is, 10 million people watching Canada the other night. 10 million people watching the United States the other night. 350 million people in the U.S. They had 10 million viewers. 37 million people in Canada had 10 million. ABC doesn't get credit for the Canada 10 million. That's why, guys. They have nothing. It's not like, oh, they hate Canada. They lose money. When Canadian teams are in the finals, they lose money. Baseball, um, basketball, NHL, they don't like it. They lose money. All right, so we got we got about a minute or two. Uh, we were going to let Paul go. Uh, but uh, he's, he's still with us during the break, so we figured let's keep him for another minute or two yeah. here. And he doesn't <laughs> come on. I don't get to talk to Paul very often, Gabe. It's nice, you know? I'm he's just going to say quickly, too. there <laughs> was good stuff. So there was a bookie, and it was a bookie street guy site, and, you know, pretty rough and tumble guys, Paul. Um, they had a bad number up. It was UFC. The wrong guy they had favored at minus 500. I told you the story, Kev. Minus 500. They had the wrong guy favored. I see this, 
yet I know the guys. I know the bookie guys. And, but I don't want to be a snitch and ruin it for the betters, right? Yes. So I'm like, man, you know, and I'm the same thing like Paul said. I can't bet it because they're going to know that I just tried to bet yeah. on a bad number with him. So I didn't want to do it, but finally I'm like, you know what? These guys have helped me out a lot. I'm going to call them. So I call our boy. I had to call two of them. I call them. I tell them. He's like, what? I said, you have the wrong fighter favorite at minus 480. Like, you have the underdog as, like, uh, and vice versa. And uh, I said, you should change it. You're going to get killed on this. And uh, he goes, ah, you know what? I have a feeling it was uh, it was Nick. He tells me, because I got a feeling they'll lose anyways. <laughs> it lost anyway. Exactly. <laughs> he won. <laughs> Paul Bobby. Paul, Raptors. Team total under, but the Raptors can hang around. Get Paul Bovey over at uh, VegasInsider.com. Thanks, Paul. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Everybody, let's hit uh, the live baseball. Trey Turner with a walk-off two-run homer in the ninth. White Sox came back, but the night Nationals get it done. 6-4 the final. Game creeps over the number. Sean Doolittle, usually the save, but he gets the win. Colome takes the loss for the White Sox. Update scores right now. The Dodgers are up on Arizona. 2-1 to right now still, and we are in the bottom of the fifth inning there. 2-1 to for the Dodgers, and the San Diego Padres are up 4-2 to on the Phillies. Bottom four, two on, two out. Uh, NBA championship. We're still waiting for Clay Thompson. We're going to see right now questionable for game three of the NBA championship tonight. Hopefully this update will come in soon. We know Kevin Durant out indefinitely and Kevon Looney out indefinitely for the Warriors. He's got a costal cartilage damage. He's probably done for a long time. Thompson uh, right now averaging 19.5 points on 44% shooting in 18 postseason games for the Warriors. A key component. Game time just after 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 Pacific. The line has gone down from six to four, back up to four and a half total to 13 and a half. First quarter line, Warriors are minus one and a half. On the money line, they are minus 155. Raptors plus 135 in the first quarter money line, total 53. First half numbers, Golden State minus two. Warriors minus 160 on the money line. First half total uh, 105. The NCAA is pushing out the three-point line for the men's basketball to match the international distance of 22 feet and one and three quarter inches. Division one will see the changes take effect for the 2019-2020 season. Divisions two and three will change their line in 2020-21. The NCAA last moved the three-point line way back in 2008. Changes to the shot clock resets are also going to be implemented. Teams that control an offensive rebound have 20 seconds to shoot now, not 30 seconds. The Raptors also the betting favorite to sign Kawhi Leonard when the season's over. Rumors about Kawhi buying some Toronto property, helping this number. The Raptors, the new favorite at minus minus 105. The Clippers were the favorite. They're now plus 120. Nets in the three-hole to land Leonard at plus 650. Lakers 8-1, to one. Knicks 10-1. to one. That's the tote board. 
rain wreaking havoc at the French Open today. Quarterfinal matches postponed time changes too. Two men's quarters, 8.30 in the morning. Number one seed, Novak Djokovic battles fifth seed, Alex Zherdev. Djokovic minus 800 in this game. And then we got Dominic Team versus 10th ranked Karin Kachinov. Team is minus 350 in that game. Friday morning semi, we got Rafa Nadal and Roger Federer, classic. Nadal is a clay court uh, fiend. He's minus 900, Federer plus 500 in this match. Two more quarters on the women's side. They got to get things going. Thursday morning, 6.30 Eastern, 14th ranked Madison Keys versus 8th seed Ash Barty. Barty minus 190. Uh, number three, Solo- Simona Halep. She meets uh, 17th ranked American Amanda Anisimova. Halep is a big favorite there too, minus 600. And that match, semifinal on Friday, already set. Joanna Conta of Great Britain versus Marketa Vandersova. Conta now minus 140 in this match. Uh, what is uh, the line here? We got uh, Vandersova plus 120. Now, outright, Halep, the favorite to win the women's title at the French, plus 125. Rafa Nadal, the men's favorite at minus 175. So we'll go through this there. An interesting news in baseball, too. The Cubs seem to be making a hard push for reliever Craig Kimbrell. In addition to the Cubs, the Phillies and Twins also interested in running for the seventh-time All-Star. The Cubs entering today tied with Milwaukee for first in the Central. A weird one here. The Cleveland Indians have placed pitcher Carlos Carrasco on the 10-day injured list with a blood condition. It's not related to baseball, but he's going to need some tests to be performed. The right-hander expected to rejoin the team later in the season. No timetable for his return. A civil lawsuit uh, filed uh, in Nevada court in September accusing soccer star Cristiano Ronaldo of rape has been dropped, but it's been refiled in a federal court. Las Vegas PD say the criminal case against Ronaldo is still open. Ronaldo denying the rape allegation. Catherine Mayorga says Ronaldo raped her in a Vegas hotel room back in 2009. She went public with her story, saying the star paid her 375000 in hush money to keep her silence. Here's the rest of the MLB board for you guys. We got a big uh, day and night. Atlanta 125 at Pittsburgh, 9.5. Gossman and Musgrove, 707. Yankees minus 210 at Toronto. Paxton and Thornton, 8.5. Three at 710. Minnesota now minus 125 at Cleveland. Perez and Clippard, uh, nine is your total. Tampa Bay minus 195 at Detroit. Morton versus Turnbull, 8.5. San Francisco's at the New York Mets. Mets laying 40 cents, 8.5. BD and Vargas, 740. Miami at Milwaukee. Brew Crew minus 255. Nine, Alcantara and Nelson. Two more at 8.05. We got Baltimore and Texas. Rangers minus 189.5. Means versus minor. Colorado and the Cubbies. Cubbies 15 cent favorites. Wind blowing in. Total seven. Marquez versus Darvish. Two more at 8.15. Boston minus 250 at KC. 8.5. Sale and Junis. Cincy. Cards minus 145. 9.5. Desclafani and Hudson. And two more at 10.07. Oakland at the Angels. Halos 125.9. Magden versus Pena, and Houston minus 160 at Seattle. Peacock versus Leaky Roof, total is nine. I'm Cam Stewart. Stay tuned. Dave Morency hosts Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage Radio. We got Ricky Sanders coming up. A whole lot of fun, so stick around, everybody. Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Level two. Countdown is on. Four hours. Still await word on Clay Thompson. Uh, Points spread up to four and a half. Uh, Right now, we'll be keeping our eye on this. Ricky Sanders will join us. We'll talk some DFS uh, with Ricky. NBA DFS for the uh, single-game showdown players. Uh, Maybe we'll throw a squeeze in a little baseball uh, with Ricky, but 
It is the NBA Finals, after all. Uh, and it is the Stanley Cup uh, Finals as well. Zidane Chera. Um, it's funny, isn't it? Clay Thompson, questionable tonight with a hamstring. Zidane Chera tomorrow. Game time decision, broken jaw. <laughs> exactly. I know. Yeah. What do you got? You know, yeah. it's funny. Smash yes, it's like, I'm going to give uh, it a shot. He can't play. Like, no, he can't, he can't play. play. He's got a broken jaw. It's like, well, he, he might He's actually. He's going to play. You know? They'll just wire the him thing there. is, Cam, you put a mask on him. All right. It's yeah. a broken jaw. Like, it happened a couple of days ago. You run him into the boards, dude. Just imagine getting checked, like, into the boards, full strength into the body. Your jaw moves and, like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. If your helmet it's, twists. It's not good. The, yeah. He's got, yeah, he's got one of those full eye-tech shields. So if you basically hit him and it twists into his face, like, jaw area. But I'll tell you something, man. You know these guys, Gabe. They're superhumans. But, you know, most guys would be crying, but not Zidane Chara. I'll give him full marks. That giant is a freak, and I wouldn't be sure. I wouldn't I wouldn't count him out of playing. I know he won't be doing a lot of communicating. He'll have to do it in hand signals. He won't be talking a lot with a broken jaw. You know, after he took the puck to the face the other day, he went into the room. He spent the rest of the game on the bench supporting the team. I know. I know he, he did. He sat there with a broken jaw. <laughs> I like it. I got, I, I got a lot of respect for that guy. And Brad Marchand. Expects him to play. He's like, well, he goes, he's probably going to play. Uh, like, he's sort of like, yeah, he, will. he goes, you know, he, will. he goes, he's, he's, he goes, he's a really tough guy. He's the ultimate warrior. And he's going to, he'll do everything possible to play. And I don't think he can play. But we'll, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Don't so yeah, we spoke with, for Renzi. You never know. I know. I know. No. We speak with Kelly Chase um, a little bit later on. We'll replay the conversation. Uh, we'll get uh, we'll get uh, Ricky Sanders uh, coming up in a couple of minutes. We'll run through the baseball for you too. At the and six o'clock yes. Canadian Open. Canadian Open. I forgot to get my plays in. Eh, it could be done. I'm not going to be there though. Yeah, I'm just one click away. Yeah. We'll talk. I can. I'll see what I can do for you. Ah, you always lose anyway. I would say that. You should do top 10s and top 20. The deck you won hey, top hey, Asian. Hey. Top no, Asian. You actually, you actually won money betting golf last year. I'm good with the prop. Props are bad. Game time decisions ready to play. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. And the dude in that commercial sounded very convincing. Very convincing. Get your $500 uh, sign-up bonus. FanDuel. State of New Jersey. Game type decisions. Ready. Rage. Our radio. Fantasy Sports. Our radio network. Um, it's been too long. It's been too long. And we would have gotten Yang to get the song going. But, uh, you know, Yang... Um, Yang, uh, it would have taken a while. His his rock rock uh, vocabulary is lacking. But see, like right now, we I should have. I got met with me, baby. 
I got metal Matt. Yeah, you no, should have put metal yeah, yeah. Matt to the test, baby. Yeah, I know, no, no, it's all good. Uh, you know, you're doing a great job, Yang, but even Metal Matt probably doesn't know this one. And Ricky, don't you lose that number. Number. Oh, What's you got that? It, yeah. Metal Matt said, yeah, I don't know that one. Yeah. Was it Steely, Steely Dan? Dan? Yeah, yeah play correct. it now. Find, find it, guys. See, let's see how find it hard, hard. Like, get the song. Play it off of YouTube, whatever. Whatever you got to do. Ricky, don't you lose that number. That, that should number. be your theme song. Ricky Sanders. What's up, Ricky? Well, I appreciate you linking me in with Steely Dan, but you know what their band is named after, correct? No. No. It is, it is named after a certain sex toy from a novel. You can double-check that, but oh, uh, I took history Steely of rock Dan. and roll in college. <laughs> Steely Dan is named after a sex toy. Oh, yes, the old Steely oh, Dan. Steely. Eater, eater, oh, eater. Uh, wow. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> Good stuff, Ricky. That's uh, oh, you don't oh, get that oh, one on Jeopardy. Oh Are you kidding me? That's what they're freaking <laughs> naming. And they they they're I'm so classy lying. sounding. They're so classy sounding. Yeah, I know sounding. they sound like like hey. love songs. <laughs> Damn, Steely Dan. Proper name of a steam powered dildo. Yes, exactly. I'm here. I'm here to teach. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I That's did not. Yeah, I'm learning something Good stuff, new every day. There's, there's no no alcohol and trip cocktail. Steely Dan is yeah. actually a dildo. That's the thing about Ricky. He's not just DFS. The guy knows like actually what Steely Dan. I had no idea either, man. Gave by the Steely Dan like a name of a buddy or whatever. Like I didn't know it was a straight up sex toy. Crazy. Should be on. Should be on Jeopardy. Take it on Whole House. Uh, yeah, here it is. <laughs> It starts to sound like a band. It sound like a band. It sound like a dildo. Like a steam dildo. That's why I'm so laid back and happy. The life dildo. Let's skip to the chorus here. That's the thing. You got to get right into it. I assume he's talking about his drum clerk. Then we're going to pick this guy's estate now, Dave. All right, all right, that's enough. You can go on, but uh, yeah. We used to say, hey, and- Granky, remember, was Granky, don't move that number. Yeah. Or Zach Granky. Uh, <laughs> and even this, I got to plead ignorance on this. If you asked me, like, on Jeopardy, they'd be like, what is Naked Lunch? I would have answered, Ricky, uh, who is David Cronenberg? <laughs> like, I didn't realize William S. Burroughs. Yeah, like, the last book I read was The Racing Form. I've, you know, I've got, I've got problems. But uh, it's good to have you back, uh, Ricky, and I know you're on the road right now, so we appreciate it. But, man, this game is tough to handicap tonight from a betting perspective, um, not to mention from a DFS perspective, Ricky. So I guess there's almost a with clay and without clay strategy coming into tonight for the single-game NBA DFS players tonight, Ricky. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Clay Thompson's obviously a big piece of news. 
I would expect that he plays, just knowing the situation. It looks like Vegas is expecting that he plays. Negative four and a half, a two thirteen and a half total. Uh, so to me, it looks like we've got Clay Thompson trending towards playing. But the thing that you know stands out from this game tonight is Demarcus Cousins in daily fantasy because without Kevon Looney. We basically have DeMarcus Cousins freed, and he played 28 minutes in that last game. I know they're somewhat trying to limit his minutes, but they need a big on the floor to match up against Marcus Soule at the very least. And, I mean, this is still a guy who, you know, per 36 in these playoffs, mind you, it's a small sample, about 15 points per 36, 12.5 rebounds, 7.5 assists, over a steal and a half and over a block. And he is priced very affordably on both sides. Our models, uh, I mean, on DraftKings, we don't have a single positive value in the single-game format other than DeMarcus Cousins, and he is popping off the damn page. So if you're looking for someone to use as a captain, especially in our 90th percentile models where you get this huge, like, over 40 fantasy point projection from DeMarcus Cousins, uh, our model is just saying play him and figure it out from there. DraftKings formats, uh, yeah, you give that crown to Marcus Cousins, only $10,800, and then you can you can get Kawhi Leonard uh, in here. Uh, I want to ask you about a couple other players uh, as well. So what about Steph Curry? Is there the automatic that, well, let's say Clay doesn't play or Clay comes off the bench, and about Curry tonight, the Raptors did a good job bottling him up. Let's say Clay Thompson doesn't play. A lot of people will probably say, well, Curry's now, he's going to get a million shots. But the Raptors could terrorize Steph Curry tonight if Klay Thompson doesn't play. What What's your approach with Steph Curry tonight? What's your opinion on Curry coming into this game? So, for DFS purposes, I think if there's no Klay Thompson, you have to lock him in. Because people are going to say he's going to take a million shots. It's the truth. And we're at a point where we know where the offenses want to go. I mean, we're in the finals here, and Steph Curry is the man without Kevin Durant. His usage is already up, but for this season, without Klay Thompson, we're talking about a 33% usage rate from Curry. So even if they do send an extra man there, you know that Curry can shoot from 30 feet. Uh, I don't think it's going to affect how many shots he takes. It might affect the, you know, how good these looks are. But Curry can shoot from so far that it, it just doesn't matter. I mean, he's leading the team in scoring over 27 points per game. I do think that there would be some reason to have some concern about him. Like, on FanDuel, if you're deciding where to go with a captain spot, and that would be the deciding factor for you to go with Kawhi Leonard coming off 34 points, 14 rebounds that last game. I could understand it. But, like, Toronto is just like a league average defense against point guards this year. And Curry already has, you know, usage working in his favor without Durant. Now, if you take away Clay Thompson, they just need him to shoot a ton. Mind you that the usage will spread out and guys like DeMarcus Cousins will get more looks. You know, Andre Iguodala would be a guy that I would upgrade in that scenario. But I think it's to the point where if we're talking about close to 40% usage Curry without multiple members missing, if it were a regular season game in DFS, He'd probably be fifty percent owned anyway. So now it's a one-game format. Uh, I think you got to play him. You mentioned Andre Iguodala. He's a player, Cam and uh, Ricky. That I was over at the FanDuel book earlier in the day. I played this sort of predicated on the fact that Clay Thompson would not be playing uh, tonight, and I went Andre Iguodala over nine and a half points, uh, Ricky. 
you know, Andre Goodally, so he's so important to them, obviously. But if, let's say, if Clay Thompson doesn't play, Iguodala is his usage is going to go up, and he's going to be encouraged to pop a couple of threes tonight again. Yeah, no question about it. I mean, even if Clay is a bit limited, I think you could get some more usage from Andre Iguodala. So I think that's a very sharp play. I mean, he's a guy who already, with us assuming that Clay Thompson is in, is popping into models. Basically across the industry, I mean, on FanDuel, we have 35% of him in our top 20 lineups, even when you do the ceiling. And Andre Iguodala is, you know, not typically a player that you think of of having a high ceiling. But, you know, last game didn't take too many shots. Eight total shots in 28 minutes. Eight points, six assists, eight rebounds, two stocks. Uh, He could fill it up from a fantasy perspective. And like you mentioned, if there is a limited Clay Thompson, like by default, Draymond Green's not a guy who's going to want to shoot too much more. He was already at the high teams of points last game. That's on the higher end of his outcomes. There's just not you know much other places they can go. So I think Iguodala has to fill in by default. All right, hang in there, Ricky. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, we don't know about um, we don't know about Clay Thompson still yet, but we do know who's doing the national anthem tonight uh, in Oakland. And I bitched about this, Cam, and Ricky Sanders is with us. We'll get back to Ricky. Uh, Ricky will like this. Uh, who's playing tonight? So uh, game one, first uh, first NBA Finals uh, on Canadian soil. First time the Raptors ever make it, and who do they get? The Tenors, not even the three Tenors like Pavarotti, uh, Domingo, and the other guy. Like the Tenors. I don't know who the hell these losers are. Uh, so the Tenors, they were terrible. It was awful. Uh, it was cheesy. It was tacky. And I said, man, I said, man, the Golden State Warriors have like Carlos Santana and stuff. And they have like real stars and legends that do the anthem at the NBA Finals. We have the effing Tenors. Uh, tonight, Golden State, Metallica. Metallica. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why, why, why couldn't Toronto get, you know, the tenors that, that makes them look even worse. If you're getting uh, Metallica to do, I, I didn't even know Metallica yeah. still did gigs like that, by the way. Yeah. I think, yeah. I well, think there's uh and the Canadian anthem old. singer, we don't, they get Metallica Gabe. I think the band that's playing the Canadian ones called like fall off the face of the earth or something like as stupid as that. Like what, they I, get Metallica and then they send in the D listers for, for the Raptors. Yeah. It's going to be a lot well, of fun. Chick. It's, a, it's just, some chick. Just make sure you don't it's, record uh, the national anthem and try to put it online. I know Metallica won't be a huge fan of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> uh, I saw Slash from Guns N' Roses do the anthem at the Red Sox uh, Blue Jays opener years ago. It was pretty kick-ass, actually. It was pretty good. A really good anthem. I know you like music, Ricky. A really good one, if you look I it do. up, if you like old cheese metal, is Steve Vai at the MTV softball uh, rock star game. That's well, remember what TV was cool in the old days. So it's basically like 
you know, <laughs> coked up. Daryl Strawberry would play a coked up David Lee Ross softball. <laughs> like, it was great. <laughs> it, like, it was like all these, like, Motley Crue and stuff. Everybody drinking. And, like, you know, nowadays, oh, no, you can't do that. Um, yeah, and Steve I just freaked it shredded the Star Stangled Band. We'll play it. We'll play it a little bit later on. But, uh, Ricky, so. Well, we, we'll, we'll lightly hit the baseball because um, I know not everybody's only played basketball uh, tonight. But who are the players? Who are the must guys play tonight? So you said DeMarcus Cousins. That's the one guy, right, in both formats, DraftKings and FanDuel. DeMarcus Cousins, he's the one that's busted up the model. Yeah, I think DeMarcus Cousins and Kawhi Leonard is another guy who is in a ton of our models. And then depending on Clay, I mean, it starts to get even more Golden State heavy. If Clay plays, then it's more of a balance. You get some Pascal Siakam in there. But, yeah, I think that the two guys for me that I would be building around are Kawhi Leonard and, and DeMarcus Cousins. And, Cam, before I throw it to you for some baseball, yep. um, I just wanted to throw it. Another guy I played, I like to buy low, Ricky. Like, the thing is with the props right now, like DeMarcus Cousins, um, excuse me, um, Kawhi Leonard's prop, 30 and a half points. There's not a lot of room for error. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, yeah, he might get to yeah. 31, but he might not. Same with Steph Curry. When you get to these star players, and as you stated, the computer algorithms have figured it out. There's so much data to take. They're, the numbers are sharp as hell, man, when it comes to the big name guys. So I sort of like to buy low, and I bought low with Iguodala at nine and a half. And this one, man, it's rolling the dice, but some shots are starting to fall for him. And I ask you from a DFS perspective because he's so cheap. And I'm putting him in my lineup as Danny Green. So I bet Danny Green over seven and a half points uh, tonight. And let's talk about something, guys, that people aren't talking about. If Clay Thompson doesn't play, along with Iguodala, he's their best defensive player. So what does that open right. up for the Raptor guards if Clay is out? Yeah, no, you you hit the nail on the head. The problem is I'm not sure it opens up a ton of offense for Danny Green just because he's kind of a stand-in-the-corner guy. Uh, I think that could open up a little bit more offense, though, as you start to get those shifting units for someone like Fred Van Vliet. And I know you do get a lot of Van Vliet in those two-guard lineups that both of these teams have been willing to run, where you get like Livingston and Curry, and you get Van Vliet and Lowry. But you do get some uh, of him matched up against the off-guard as well. And I think he's more the guy who creates his own offense, who would benefit from an individual defender like that. So, I mean, Danny Green, don't get me wrong. He's gone over that prop in back-to-back games. He's playing 30 minutes a game. Uh, you know, if he doesn't have one of those uh, Danny Green tilting shooting performances that we've all been through if you play Daily Fantasy, I think he should be just fine. I think you should get enough shots where if he shoots, you know, 40%, you're probably there. The question is, will he? And you just never know the answer with him. But I, I think that's a bet that I would have taken as well. I love that pick there, Gabe. He's dirt cheap. He's getting the minutes. Is like the price is so cheap, and uh, he's done pretty good, like 25 15. We can expect that. Hey, Ricky, for baseball, uh, I remember the last time John Paxton, the Canadian, pitched uh, in the dome, it was uh, a no hitter. I know he's very expensive tonight, but where do you build, I guess, from baseball? He's the second most expensive at 11,300. Morton going for Tampa Bay. Detroit absolutely beat down Ian Snell yest- yesterday. That was kind of surprising. Sale is expensive, but he gets the K's versus Kansas City, 10600 uh, What pitchers uh, would you pay up for tonight from a high end and uh, maybe a value selection? Who do you like? Yeah, I think John Paxton's the guy from the movie uh, Twister, but James Paxton is a guy that we <laughs> yeah. do is too expensive tonight. <laughs> uh, he, 
<laughs> we we view him at you know this is his second game. I just let it go, Rich. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I had I just had to comment because of the movie, but anyways, uh, he's coming off where he didn't have a stint in the minors, you know, before he came back. So he pitched, I think it was four innings his last time out, and we're still being conservative with his baselines because we're just not sure if it's going to take one game for them to finally unleash him or if he's throwing well again tonight. Uh, are they going to limit him to five? Are they going to limit him, you know, to, to six, where you just don't have that kind of limit with Chris Sale. If he's going well, he's pitching deeper into this game. Kansas City, just a mediocre offense against lefties as well. Um, they're kind of middle of the road in terms of K rate. If I'm spending up, I'm going Chris Sale, especially, you know, on DraftKings, uh, where you can pair him with a guy who is just incredibly underpriced tonight in you, Darvish. Like, I don't think this is a night where I'm going to get too cute with pitching because there are guys that are just such good prices. And if you use a guy like Darvish and pair him with Sale, you could you can differentiate in the bat department. I mean, Darvish pitching in Chicago tonight where – the wind was blowing out yesterday. You had that monster total. It was warmer tonight. You get the wind blowing in. Uh, you got your temperatures around 60 degrees. It's just a completely different hitting environment tonight. Darvish has that K potential, and he's only 7,100, which means he doesn't even have to pitch that well you know, to, to get you close to double-digit strikeouts, and he can give up runs and still give you some value. So I just don't know how you pass on that on DraftKings. Uh, Ricky Sanders uh, with us. Um, uh, Wojciechowski just uh, tweeted out, uh, thanks to Pete for uh, for sending the tweet in. Wojo just uh, is reporting, uh, Golden State officials prefer Clay Thompson sit out game three to protect his sore hamstring. Wow. But Clay Thompson continues to lobby them. Decision looms prior to tip off. <laughs> There's no story. <laughs> Here we go. So no news. Uh, no, dude. No Sorry. Exactly. Thanks, Woj. There's a Woj bomb. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, like, like we said, yeah, decision. Uh, it'll be a game-time decision as the name of the show is. So me and Cam were talking about this earlier, Rick, and I've been betting a little baseball, but just sort of for fun, recreationally. I've been really knee-deep and, you know, eyeball-deep. I'm a hard, hardcore Raptor fan, so uh, along for the ride here, but me and Cam just threw it out there earlier. It's a little early right now, but as far as Cy Young Award winners, um, FanDuel has odds up for the American League, but we were talking about the National League, and, you know, the big-name guys that you, you know, that you would expect aren't the guys that are getting it done. Um, what, what do you, what, you know, you, you're on the baseball beat on a daily basis. Who, who in your opinion, who's the best pitcher in the National League so far this year, any American League? Verlander's favorite to win the Cy Young right now in the American League. Well, so I kind of want to answer this in a different way because we at Daily Roto have actually pulled together some money and bet some of the Cy Youngs uh, because there was, you know, a rough start to the year for Chris Sale in the American League. Uh, like you mentioned, some of the National League guys were not getting it done. You know, Scherzer, not his typical uh, numbers. And some of the guys that we put money on earlier in the year were Tyler Glass now, who got hurt. Um, who, who else did we have? Charlie Morton was another one of them in the American League. And there was, oh, James Paxson, I think, was the third pitcher because this is one of those years that you're you're kind of talking about here is there's all kinds of parity. I mean, all the guys that we think are, you know, stone-cold locks, there haven't been too many of those, like, 10K games from those guys, even in daily fantasy purposes. 
So I do think this is a good year to bet. I don't want to say an off-the-board player in terms of, uh, of Cy Young, but we have gone out of our way to get those guys with like the 30-to-1, 40-to-1 type odds, guys like Luis Castillo who seem to be coming out of nowhere, although I think he walks too many you know, guys in the long run to end up being the Cy Young. Uh, those were the kind Cam of things that we Odorizzi. tried to get on early. Yeah, Cam brought up uh, Jake Odorizzi, 14-to-1 right now. Yeah, I mean, the team is good. Do not get me wrong. I just don't know if the skills are are good enough to hang on. I mean, I think, you know, wins certainly are included in it. I know one year Felix won it with like 12, but generally you need a guy close to 20 wins, and he probably should get there. The question is, can he hold off his fly ball tendencies for the majority of the year, especially in that park that enhances right-handed power? I'm not sure the answer there. I do think you know, Barrios is a guy who has, you know, moved down the list as of late. I think Odorizzi right now is a bigger favorite than he is, but, you know, I, I'm not sure I'm there with him. Ricky that was a Sander. good pick there. Great pick by Ricky on uh, Gla- on Glasnow. The problem is uh, the injuries, right, Ricky? Like, it's crazy. Like, if these Tampa Bay pitchers didn't get hurt, you'd be uh, you'd be feeling pretty good about your tickets right now, you know? We were feeling so good like a month, month and a half in after we bet it like two weeks in. And then, of course, you know, the, exactly. It was yeah, six to eight weeks, and it's probably a dead yeah. bet now. But it looked so good for a while. Yeah. Next time we talk, Ricky, we'll throw uh, throw some football specials at you. Mandel's got some fun ones. Uh, how many yards, touchdowns for Kyler Murray, Le'Veon Bell, Odell, Antonio Brown, and all that other cool stuff. Can't wait for football to start. Ricky Sanders, Daily Roto. Drive safe, Ricky. Thanks for the time, bro. Thanks for having me. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Daily Roto lineup optimizer user to win a million bucks in a FanDuel of DraftKings tournament. It's this simple, guys. If you're playing MLB DFS and you're not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter the promo code now, FNTSY. Get a 10% discount. Get the lineup alerts, the ownership percentages, the updates, the fantasy projections, and more importantly, those Daily Roto lineup optimizers that have produced millions in DFS winnings. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package, only at DailyRoto.com. Promo code FNTSY. Get that 10% discount today. All right, thanks, uh, Joe. Joe Ranieri in Miami, Florida. I'm Gabriel Maradzi in Midtown uh, Manhattan. We'll get back uh, to the NBA uh, Finals. Tim Roy's going to join us, the voice of the Golden State Warriors, a little bit uh, later on. Cam Stewart will join us uh, from Toronto. We're going to talk uh, Canadian Open and the NBA Finals. Uh, let's talk uh, the Stanley Cup Finals uh, right now. A former St. Louis Blues, St. Louis Blues uh, analyst, Kelly Chase, steps up and in. Uh, Kelly, good morning. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. Thanks for having me. So, uh, Kelly, you know, I just want to explain to people out there about the uh, the toughness of the hockey player in which Zdeno Chara has a broken freaking jaw and, yeah, he's a game-time decision. <laughs> well, That's all you need I, to I, know right there, right? 
Well, it's true. Uh, actually, when, when they were saying that about him, I said, I wouldn't be so surprised if you saw him playing in the game. I mean, honestly, he, uh, he, this, this guy is as tough as anyone that's played. Um, and he's proven his resiliency over the years and his ability to, you know, stay in shape at his age and, and, and still be in the league and be a, be a real effective player. And so when they were counting him up the other night, I was saying, hold on, I wouldn't get too excited. Um, you see Vince Dunn playing with the same situation right now for St. Louis. So, um, you know, when, when you, you dream your whole life of getting that one opportunity, sometimes uh, a little the, the pain you can, you can set to the side for a bit. And, Joe, to put it in context, Joe, so he takes a puck to the face, goes to the room, he comes back, and he to give support on the bench, to give support on the bench with a broken jaw, Joe. Yeah, yeah with a broken you know. jaw. Yeah, I, and I don't like to do the old well, you know. Oh, no, look, Clay Thompson's got a hamstring problem. Like, hey, he's got a hamstring problem. He's got a hamstring problem. So I don't like to compare it. You know, all oh, these guys, you know, they're soft compared to this. But I think we almost just take it for granted the war of attrition and how tough uh, the the players are. So Kelly, speaking of war of attrition, here we are. Uh, right now, neither team's been. You know, each team has answered the bell every time. This is like a UFC fight. Bam, bam. Then the next round, the next fighter takes it and counters. Both teams have landed shots, and both teams have counterpunched through this series. Something's got to eventually give, doesn't it? And if the St. Louis Blues are going to win the Stanley Cup, you know, they, it would help them to break serve once again and win this damn game on the road. It certainly would, and you know they've they've seemed to have been a, a calmer team on the road. The ability to, you know, to I don't know. I guess there's so much of a distraction at this time of the year with all of the things going on around you that you can you can lose a little focus. I mean, I think before Game Three, I think that the people in St. Louis, not just the players, but I think the fans, everybody was exhausted. Uh, they were so bloody excited about having a, a Cup final there that I think when the puck dropped and all the hype, I think they just were flat. <laughs> And uh, they started had a party all day. You're right. It was a Saturday. It was well, just too yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think it's sort of what's going on with this team. They've had this sense of, uh, we're not worried uh, all season long. And so um, I think in St. Louis, that's sort of the fact. And in Boston, I believe that when you've got older guys like Bergeron and, and, and Chara and, and, and Marshawn and guys that have won before, they know how how close you are to being out in the first round as opposed to winning. And the margin is so damn slim. I don't think that they want to allow this opportunity to pass again. You know, I mean, look, I think it was 11 when they won last. And it looked like a team that could go there every year. And every year it's been a battle and just a game or two that they that they wish they could have back that changed an entire season, maybe even a little bit of a footnote on some of their careers because they didn't win again. So I look at both of these teams like <clears> – <throat> They're, I don't want to say it's op- opportunistic, but it's it's almost their preparation has is, is been focused on one thing, and that's just the game in front of them, no matter what happened the game before. Pretty amazing the way that they've uh, they've slapped each other back and forth. You know, Kelly, Gabe and I were talking about, listen, for St. Louis to come back uh, in that last game, they better keep their asses out of the penalty box. And uh, they right. did an amazing job of that in the game. But that's easier said than done with a team that plays as aggressive as St. Louis. What did Barube or what do you think was the conversation going on there with this team? I mean, how do you maintain that aggressiveness, but at the same time, stay out of the penalty box? It's not necessarily, it, it's a very fine line, isn't it? I think you just cut the crap out after the whistles. Just play within the whistles. Like, you know when you're on the edge. Finishing your check hard and skating away. It gives the officials a sense of 
uh, of your, I guess, commitment to the game and what you're trying and your discipline. If you're running around and you're sick, just getting a little bit high and you keep pushing the envelope and you're looking for a guy to react, I think they know that. I think the officials know that. I think uh, it doesn't mean there's not going to be a call that's going to go against you, but I think there's a lot less chance of you getting rung up for a for a you know a call away from the player or whatever if you're just playing between the whistles. I think St. Louis did a hell of a job of that the other night, and they know that this <clears throat> pardon me power play for the Boston Bruins could could end up being the death of them if they're not um, disciplined. And why risk all of that for you know? The, the you know the, the Stanley Cup. I mean, you know, you you play like I said, you play your whole life for the opportunity. Why let it go trying to prove that you're tough after a whistle? Just compete during the play, and the referees, I think, did a pretty good job last game of identifying that. And I would hope right now too that you know it's the best of two or three for the Stanley Cup that. The referees generally let the players decide this unless something is just way, way, um, way over the line. What I really like for the St. Louis Blues is the second chance opportunities. You know, they sort of, they you know, they almost, you know, they attacked and you know, they would attack and then there was almost like a second wave. It was like Sharknado or something. You know, it's like it that first wave and then boom, the second troops would come in and, Tuka Rask, what do you see with Tuka Rask right now? I mean, it's almost like a three-point shooter in basketball, Kelly, that he can't, you can't have a 9.568 percentage, can you? It's unbelievable what this guy has done, but it looks like fatigue could be kicking in a little bit with him right now. And all the crashing and banging that St. Louis has done, it seems to be taking a little bit of a toll. The Blues like to sort of wear you out over a seven-game series, but... Where, do you see any slippage at all? Do you see is Tuca getting tired at all? Do you think? Well, he sure hasn't shown any signs to me of it. I think uh, I think both goaltenders have. You could you could state a case for both of them being the reason that the teams are where they are right now. So Tuca just seems to me. I don't think I you know I've been doing analyst uh, for a long, uh, job for a long time. I don't remember seeing Tuca this calm and this poised. I think there was always a sense of. Sometimes you could rattle him a little bit if things maybe weren't going, I don't want to say not going his way, but if things weren't going in the game, he was trying to get the energy and momentum back for his team sometimes by reacting to things that weren't really things he could control. And he's not doing any of that right now. Yeah, you're right. He's bombing in that. He's, he's, he's seeing pucks. They look large to him. You know, St. Louis's goals have all been like just battle goals where they've had to drive the net, pick it out of the air, you know, second opportunities where defense didn't clear the puck out of the zone. So I look at Tuca right now and I'm like, man, there's a guy that's as calm as I've ever seen him in the net. So that's a great sign for Boston, you know, that their goaltender is their, their con Smythe winner right now, but he's continued to maintain that save percentage. So the Bruins probably need to pick it up a little bit on the five on five and uh, for them to be effective. And St. Louis is going to keep driving at him. Like you said, they're a punishing team, and, and, and they come at you in waves. I think it's the longest sustained pressure I've ever seen in a playoff game was without a goal was the other night. And, uh, and it was funny because well, it wasn't funny, but it was, it was odd that all of a sudden there's a penalty. Boston goes to the power – St. Louis goes to the power play, and Boston scores the shorthanded goal and sucks the life out of the building again. So you talk about two teams that won't go away. Um, it seems like the consistency of, uh, of – play game to game is varied back and forth every game tell us about the uh, hey buddy we're here uh t-shirts and um and um what, what it means to the community uh, the, the proceeds of these shirts going back to the community 
But we have great alumni, as you know, in St. Louis. You know, I think there was uh, there was 32 guys there the other night. I think there's supposed to be 52 at the game on on game six of former players, and 40 some of them have stuck around St. Louis. So, so um, we we are involved heavily in the community, and and so they asked us to do the video. Uh, the video that uh, each each of us have kind of, or they've asked certain guys to come out and do a video, and so I did a video that started off, and at the end it said we were we weren't supposed to be here. At the end of the video, it said, "Hey, buddy, we're here," and uh, it took a little bit. Of, it took a little bit of life, and then Holly did it, and then Bobby Plager and, and Prongs and everybody had done it. So uh, the "Hey, buddy, we're here" uh, T-shirt started rolling around, and uh, and so we so we had a sponsor, McBride and Son Homes, that that said, "Hey, you guys." get the shirts, sell them for charity. You can have the proceeds for your foundation. And, and, uh, so, so we're, you see, you know, you can, uh, That's great. I think I got a little form. It's, it's been fun. It's been, the whole city's been great. Look at, they've been waiting a long time for this boys. I'll tell you, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I, I give, I, any of these teams that have won the cup before, I give them a hell of a lot of credit, not so much just for winning the cup consistently or a couple of years in a row. The fact that they can maintain the party and it goes on in the city for as long as they have. Because I'm exhausted. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it's, it's annoying, but yeah, they're they're getting used to the parades in Boston. You know, I'm I'm a Raptor fan, and I see the similarities. You know, we try to win our first championships, try to slay. You know, Golden State wins every year. Boston wins all the time. You know, just sort of, you know, fighting through adversity and grinding through. So I'm actually pulling for the Blues. And before we get you out of here, Kelly, I wanted to ask you, have you spoken to this guy, Scott Barry, yet? Me and Joe like to lay it down and uh, and bet legally, of course. Uh, but how about this guy? I'm sure you heard about it. He put 400 bucks on the Blues to win the Cup. Surely he's a fan. He's not a pro better. He put 400 bucks on the Blues to win the Cup when he was in Vegas. And he can win $100,000. And Kelly, there's these websites where he could sell it, right? So people offered him, people offered him twenty five thousand dollars the other night when the Blues were down two uh, twenty six thousand when the Blues were down two one. The internet was like, "You're an idiot. The Blues are done. You're not going to get any money out of this." And he's hanging on. So tell the boys in the room they're playing for a guy out there with a hundred k. And man, this guy loves the Blues so much he's not selling the ticket. Well, it's that's a great story, actually. It's it's kind of and it's not and then, you know what? Here's the funny thing: you watch that deal or no deal, and you see yeah, these guys yeah. on there. And you're, like, <laughs> you're like, take the money, like yeah, you know. Exactly. But right, but but this is not. But you can tell this truly has nothing to do with the money. And you hit the nail on the head. You talk about these cities that are that are just starving for a championship. I I, I was you know, literally I was into tears when they went to the finals. And and because I because I was watching Bobby Plager, but I walked out onto the ice down the tunnel toward the last minute of the game, and I was watching people in the stands crying, and I was like, "What the hell?" And I I was kind of like, it, and then it dawned on me that they they truly have that much passion for this team that that was the emotion that that people were feeling in the stands and I was like I was taken aback I was like so I came around the corner I was like wow that's pretty and I came to walk back into this club that's by the locker room and Bobby Plager shakes my hand and he's got tears running down his face and of course Bobby Plager's been there since 67 so he knows where all the bodies are buried and I was like oh my god I, I it, it just it kind of hit me and I was like this is unbelievable for the city and how much it means to them. So this guy doesn't care about the money as much as he wants to see his team win and say, listen, I stuck by them. Kelly, Great uh, story. Kelly Chase, uh, what is right, Kelly, we'll get you, get you out of here. And 
I don't think I need to tell you this, but if you need any lessons to know how to party all night, just speak to uh, speak to your boy Brett. <laughs> hey man, I'm 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 a little more discreet, but I'm usually right off his hip. So yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, we, God bless we, him. We've been per- we've been pretty good at this for about thirty years. We've been together for nine and a half. Yeah. He just doesn't care, right? Yeah, you you're on. You you got you got a gig here. He just doesn't care. He's he can do whatever he wants. Hey, uh, well, he's, thanks, Kelly. He's having some fun. Oh, blues. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. job, Yang. And we're going to send you uh, Metallica uh, doing a little sound check uh, right now and it's online. Uh, why not uh, Why not uh, give it a listen? We'll fire it all. Check, uh, check the, uh, the chat, uh, Yang, Gmail style. Uh, we sent you the little Metallica clip. Uh, thanks to, uh, to Kelly Chase uh, for joining us. And yeah, Brett, uh, Brett Hall was pretty lit up the other night, Cam. <laughs> It runs in the family, Gabe. I did a show uh, a long time ago. <laughs> Their boy, Coolius, and Bobby Hall oh, was Bobby, at Wayne Gretzky. Bobby could drink. That's what I get. Yeah. The bottom line is, I've never seen a man throw back wine. Like, yeah, I'm an animal. Like, I can go, like, with the best. Bobby Hall had, like, seven bottles of wine with those big mitts. He's laughing. More, more, more. I don't know what it is about the Hulls, but uh, you don't want to get a drinking contest with those two. Like, Bobby and Brett. They'll knock you out. Brett was messed up. He gave the Bruins the finger. Oh, yeah, he's always messed up. I like that. Kelly Chase, yeah. I, that's true. Kelly Kelly has a little bit, but Brett, yeah. Brett really, like, he. you see it in his face, man. That guy likes to party. Uh, 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 hell of a slap shot, Brett Hall. And Bobby. True. Both. Bobby and Brett, both. Good yeah. call. Hard drinkers, hard shots. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, still no uh, no news, uh, obviously on Clay Thompson. It's going to be a game time decision, guys. It's yep. it's tough. It's it's something that we have to for for betting purposes. It is what it is. And for DFS purposes, you have to have sort of you know two different lineups, right? You sort of have the with Clay Thompson lineup, but yep. if Clay Thompson plays, how effective is Clay Thompson really going to be as well? That that's another question. I uh, got to be honest with you. Uh, I think I might take under in a couple props tonight. I think Curry's line's too big too, Gabe. But it's up on Mr. Green to 32 and a half points. I know you're not getting rich uh, going against him, but I'm gonna. I might take the under tonight. Yeah, I think they're gonna badger. The key. It's sort of correlated. The Raptors. The key to Raptors' success is to. Yep. Is to shut Curry down tonight. I think it's. I think it's a lower scoring game tonight too. I think the Raptors squeeze out a lower scoring. You know, 1-0. 102.99, Raptors win. So I hope. But we'll jump into the props and the picks and everything else in between. Game time decision, ready for major radio. 